0: You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hi, everyone. Paul Lang from Discipline Trading Strategies with this week's podcast for you in the general topic of what matters in trading and investing. This episode is going to be titled What is Trading? Don't be scared off by the title. This is not a basic or boring question. I have a very specific definition of what trading is and trading, of course, would include long-term investing. I call everything trading, but for those of you who aren't familiar with me, I like long-term investing. I call it long-term trading. And I also like day trading. The definition is not what most people think. I laugh when someone says, oh, you have to be trading crypto. That's where the money is. Really? The 20 billion plus dollars traded every day in the New York Stock Exchange, just that one exchange is not enough for you. Too much volatility is not good. People have this concept that you have to lash on to some crazy stock or some crazy security or day where things are going to go from zero to 100. That's not how you make money because it doesn't happen that way. And the ones that do have those big moves are very difficult to handle. Trading should be boring and you should make your money from just common, ordinary stocks or whatever you like to trade. Understanding what trading actually is or what it should be is the first step toward actually making money. Since we are defining a term, let's start with what Webster says. Webster defines trading as, quote, to engage in frequent buying and selling of stocks or commodities, usually in search of quick profits. Notice the key words here that Webster knew to include, in search of, making an implication, of course, that quick profits are ever so elusive. This definition works fine if you're learning English as a second language, it gives you some notion of what the word means, but it doesn't do justice to the process. I'd like to use this podcast to discuss with you some ideas regarding what makes up the essence of trading. This will be my definition. You don't have to agree with it, but perhaps if you listen closely, you may get your mind open to some ideas and may even get some light bulb moments. Before we actually get to my definition though, I'd like to take you on a little journey that most people go through whenever they try to make money in whatever market you want, whether it's Forex or stocks or trading crypto or futures, whatever it is. Many people initially start off with the thought of investing in the market by what I would call placing a bet on the future of, let's say, the stock market as a whole. Usually the bet is the market's going up, So they take all their money, they make this bet that, hey, let's put it in the market now because it's going to keep going up. For those who decide to make income by actively trading, they usually feel the market is easy. They've been inspired by a great book or a not-so-great book or a seminar or a free infomercial. They probably have heard of great success and been introduced to a strategy that worked one time and feel that since they're clearly above average in both intellect and perseverance, that the stock market game should be easy and just another easy conquest for them. Their definition of trading is likely something along the lines of buy low and sell high over and over again to produce a profit. But soon after trying the concept that they learned, which had introduced them to the market, they become frustrated. It's not working. They have probably justified many reasons why it's not working and have concluded that to truly master the markets, they need more information. Therefore, they go on the crusade of becoming experts on everything. They read Barron's and listen intently on CNBC and get all the money-type magazines that they can subscribe to on the internet. They become an expert on all the news and economic numbers, and suddenly part of the conversations become analyzing the last book-to-bill number or how foolish the current Fed chairman is. And the quest for them now seems to almost be kind of to find stocks that have been determined to be undervalued based on the superior knowledge that they now have. Their definition of trading is now likely along the lines of looking for obvious overvalued and undervalued situations to capitalize on. But unfortunately, they soon discover that undervalued does not necessarily mean the price is going to rally. And if it does, their timing may be so far off that being right didn't even matter. They also find that they're not right very much, and they also discover that undervalued goes hand in hand with really, really weak, and they're now starting to think that they are missing something. Remember, every stock, on the way to zero seems like a great value to any kind of value investor. Lots of stocks go to zero. Lots of stocks take a long time recovering from hard declines. Value investing is not necessarily an easy job. So they get frustrated at this point. This is supposed to be easy. And of course, these are smart people and they really are smart people. Most people coming to the market have saved or accrued a lot of money and they're the smartest five, six, 7% of the people in the world, or at least the wealthiest. And by most definitions, they are very smart, intelligent people. But all of a sudden, it becomes frustrating to them trying to figure out how to handle the market. It's supposed to be easy. And most of them still view it easy at this point. They simply have had some bad breaks or they had rotten timing or poor luck. And actually, they needed to overcome some growing pains. Unfortunately, this is about the time when most people become susceptible to what I call the holy grail vendors, These are the people selling products that are guaranteed to make you money by simply following just a simple manual. It's the software producers that have a green light, red light. It's the technical indicator people that when this line crosses this line, you buy, you sell, etc. Their definition of this trading at this point is becoming a little blurred, and they start to think about many in-depth questions about fundamental versus technical analysis and about using technical indicators. Unfortunately, around this point, desperation and lack of confidence often sets in, and their definition of trading is sounding more and more like buy whatever the newsletter or the latest market guru says to do. If this story sounds partly or totally familiar, don't be surprised. At some point, a few will wipe the slate clean to learn to think for themselves and evaluate what is happening, not what they're being told. They come to understand that trading is a complex, ever-changing environment, That requires an understanding, is only derived from a total learning process. Remember, most people who you're listening to are not out to help you. When the TV show has a guest on from some fund and says, oh, the market's going higher, he's not here to help you with his view of the market. He's, He's here because he needs to sell a lot of stocks possibly. And if he has a national audience and can say, hey, everybody buy the market or buy this stock, he has the opportunity to sell easier this is what actually happens. I'm not being some big conspiracy guy. This is all just part of the game. It happens all the time. It's part of what you have to deal with. The story is very familiar to me because I went through a lot of that in the very beginning. I didn't take very long going through the process, but I can tell you, I remember back when I started, we were still having you know paper magazines delivered to your door. And I remember having a stack on my desk, four or five different money magazines and Kiplinger and whatever else. And I remember going through all those and I picked the ones at the end of the year where all of them had their top 10 picks for the next year or whatever it was. And I tracked all of them, I actually tracked them all. And I found out that all of those picks net total ended up losing a tiny bit of money, almost break even you would call it. But these are the best of the best people picking stocks and they couldn't do it even in a bullish market. So I knew something was wrong in my quest at the time to try and figure out how to make money from the market. So here's my definition of trading. And it's one that I've developed on my own over the years. And I think it's a perfect definition. Tell me what you think. Trading is using technical analysis to find a moment in time when the odds are in your favor. Then trading becomes a matter of your entry and management. In other words, it's having the knowledge to know the odds are in your favor, having the patience to wait for that moment, and then having the discipline to handle the trade properly when it goes in your favor and to handle it properly when it goes against you. So now that you've heard the title, let me just dissect it a little bit. The opening words, using technical analysis. Now I know in Webster's definition, they probably had some debate about fundamental or technical. If you heard my prior podcast, there is no debate. Technical analysis is the way you make money unless you're a 0.001% person who has millions and millions of dollars to spend on your own independent research. Technical analysis absolutely works, and it's the way you make money, as long as you learn how to do it properly. We begin our search for money on the charts, and this is the only place where we find the truth and useful information in the markets. We don't find useful information from analysts or brokers or from accountants. We find it by the truth in the charts. Remember those three initials, K, P, D the knowledge to know when the odds are in your favor, the patience to wait for that moment, and then the discipline to handle the trade properly. Those are three key things that actually end careers for most traders and investors. To me, the knowledge in technical analysis is finding that moment in time that's hard to explain in a short podcast and without charts in front of me. I have one slide note out for this podcast you can see, and it was just an example of a trade from Friday a couple days ago. I'm broadcasting this on September 17th. This was on Friday the 15th. And you can read what it says on the slide note, but basically it's kind of mocking the fact that that morning there were two big economic numbers out at 8.30 and there were two more big numbers out right at 9.15. There's another number coming out at 10 o'clock. All the confusion about interest rates, all the confusion about the economy and these numbers and what the people thought about them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. None of that matters. I didn't listen to any of that. I don't care about any of that. I had a chart in mind that I found the night before when I was doing my scans. It was a chart, I had several charts in mind. I always have several things. I do scanning, find charts that I think have that moment in time potential, but that's not all it takes. You then need to have the right market timing, the right entry. So I always have a few things in front of me, but the chart there of Marvell was an example of something that did just what I wanted it to do. And I didn't care about any of the news, anything going on. Here is a chart in front of me, that I know would drop and I felt would drop a fair amount. If you were to take a thousand shares of that, it would have cost you about 11 or $12,000 in a day trading account in order to be able to do that trade. The risk would have been $500 and the profit was about $800 in 90 minutes. This is what we do as a day trader. I'm not a frantic day trader. This is a 90 minute trade. It's actually kind of fast for me sometimes. Sometimes I try to let them go all day long, but this one really kind of hit bottom in that opening 90 minutes. But that's what trading is about. It's about finding those little moments on a chart. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about any other discussion. This is all there is to trading. Now you may think, okay, well, that's a day trade. It lasts than 90 minutes. But certainly you care about these things for longer term investments. And the answer is no, I do not. A chart that I'll be looking for for longer term investments, of course, would be a bigger time frame. It would be a weekly chart, a monthly chart, a daily chart. But the concept is exactly the same. You can find moments in time where you can say, hey, you know what, if that gets selling here or if that gets buying here, this could be the birthplace for a good move. Now the birthplace for a good move is a day trade to drop for 90 minutes is a home run. If you were looking for the birthplace for a move on a longer term trade, getting it to move for several weeks is a home run. And that's your goal. I have on my computer about between 80 and 100 topics I can talk about, and I'm gonna keep talking about these every week. Some will be boring to some of you, some will be more exciting. But trading is supposed to be boring. It's not supposed to be exciting and thrilling. And while wow, crypto went up 30% today. That's not what it's about. It's about finding a chart where you have some precision, where you have confidence, where you know where it's going, where you're able to manage the trade properly and actually make money from the move that comes. I bet most of you listening to me have a difficult time doing just that. Trading successfully comes from confidence and confidence comes from knowing what you're doing And then incrementally moving up your risk amounts, starting at zero, as you prove that you know what you're doing and finding those nice little moments that you like as a trader. Everyone can have a different favorite chart, favorite moment. Once you know how to read a chart, there's lots of things you can do. I hope you're enjoying these podcasts. You can always feel free to email me. If you look at the slide notes, you'll see the website, Discipline Trading Strategies. And I'm simply paul, P-A-U-L, at com. I'll see you all next week for the next session. Good trading, everybody. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.